Wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest, in all things PlayStation news. Of course, you can find this podcast wherever you find your podcasts, and on YouTube is our video version. If you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, and if you really, really like us, consider dropping us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest girl host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Uh, pretty fantastic. Yeah? Um, for those of you that did not see my tweet earlier, I got my second and final shot of the COVID vaccine today. Nice. So, uh, arms a little sore. Will I develop superhuman abilities during the recording? Tune in to find out. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I'm excited to be here. The night is young. I'm very excited for you for getting the second shot. I, I, like, I can't wait after the two weeks is over. And then you have like the super immunity and the superpowers and you know bulletproof skin and all that. I don't know how this shot works, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm excited for you. Hopefully, you get a cool power. We talked about teleportation last time. I just don't want to be sick ever again. If that, I, that's all I want. If you like wake up tomorrow and you have gills, you got the short end of the stick. You know, if you just Aquaman, yeah. that sucks. You want to be yeah. Superman. Anyway, that said. I want to welcome our very special guest, Mr. Ainsley from the Season Gaming. How are you, sir? I am doing great, guys, man. It's fun to be here. My first time on Trophy Room. Man. I know. I'm excited. I know. Very it's excited. You've had me on BitCast twice, or no, three times? I know. It's been and, a minute. And on my one-on-one chat. Yeah, and on the one-on-one chat. Yeah, I should have been giving you crap before this about Trophy Room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy because, uh, you know, usually we don't do guests, especially back-to-back because scheduling is always such an issue. But because Perfect. Kyle had the second shot, we didn't know how he'd react. We got you here. And now that he's okay, it's, it's like, might as well. You know what I mean? Have the, <laughs> make this official. So... Ainsley, what is season gaming? What do y'all do over there before we start the show? Not a lot. Not a lot. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so seasongaming.com, it's the outlet uh, that I run and manage. It is, uh, it's an outlet based around um, uh, covering all gaming, so all platforms, uh, from a uh, journalistic integrity slash kind of positivity angle. Um, so there's, there's no ads. There's no paid promotions. There's nothing like that on the site. And everyone who works and writes for the site uh, does so uh, really just for a passion for gaming um, and the community and for topics that they want to write about. So mm-hmm. you don't get uh, we don't publish clickbait. We don't publish articles that are just trying to get clicks because there's no reason for us to. We're not incentivized to. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that's important. Um, I yeah. think, uh, you know, season gaming is for a reason. I'm an old guy. Uh, <laughs> so been gaming since uh, Atari 2600. And uh, I just, you know, have owned and played more games than we would ever have time to talk about. Yeah. So uh, I just I love the uh, aspects of gaming in the community. And so the site reflects that all yeah. platforms from a positive point of view, the good things about them. If we do report, you know, news that happens to be negative, we do it factually. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, um, you guys a, are the only only people I feel like that doesn't have like a slant whatsoever. Like, look, we're a PlayStation <laughs> show, so we're gonna cover PlayStation. We're gonna try to sure. do it the fairest we can. But like, for when it comes <laughs> to other outlets out there, yeah, you guys don't have like an angle. It is just simply the passion for games. 
That's what I love. Yeah, so and you much know, you know what's really funny? You guys will be the first ones to hear this. Um, I actually just today, I've been thinking about this for a while, but just today, we have a season gaming, obviously a private chat for everyone that works mm. for the site or writes for the site, and I, I, I went out to them today and said, hey, I've been really thinking about this, about trying to incentivize you guys on your articles and stuff like that, not for clicks, but just as a bonus, basically for doing the work you do, and. Almost everyone for the for the site came back and said, "No, we don't want it." That's they awesome. Just said, you know, we do this because you know we love you and the site and the the message you, you're sending. So yeah, I was like, man, you it's guys awesome. are, are too nice. So yeah. anyway, little anecdote, but um, yeah, and then we do a we do a weekly show uh, every Saturday live at noon Central, um, mm-hmm. Season Gaming Big Cast, which same thing, same methodology. We cover all platforms, all news items. Um, straight talk, you know, yeah. none of that sensationalistic bullcrap. Um, and as you said, Joe, you've been on yeah. a few times. So yeah, and you know, you and Dan are probably the second best co uh, co hosts out there, <laughs> right behind us. Thank you. you. Thank you, you guys. Do fantastic work. And every Saturday, I try my best to tune in to make the time to watch you guys because the big cast is fantastic. So link down to all Ainsley's work down below. It's seriously. It's really, it's really awesome, the things that y'all do. That said, we got a lot to talk about today. This week in PlayStation, you would think it's been mm, calm, you know? <laughs> Nothing's really, it's been cool, right? Nay. Uh, we're going to be talking about, rumor has it, the PSP, PS3, and Vita digital stores reportedly being shut down. We're going to be talking about a strange PlayStation patent for older titles. We're going to be talking about PlayStation 5 VR, the new controller, our thoughts on that. And of course, we're going to be talking about the biggest purchase of the century, (laughs) PlayStation buys into Evo. But with all that said... With all that out of the way, before we get into all of that, before we square up the news, I want to thank our patron producers over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Um, it is your uh, amazing generosity that gets us uh, to the feeds each and every week. The me- reason why we look so great, sound so good, is all because of the Patreon funding over at PS Trophy Room. Uh, seriously, guys, gang, it's been a fantastic year so far. We've gotten so much done, gotten a whole new types of facelifts since all because of your generosity. So if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever the case may be, really does help us out. You throw us a buck our way. And that, that said, I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Too Soon. I want to thank our gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Jose Jimenez, Jedi. Master Ren, our Silver Plus producers, Hide Indoors, Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's just Ray, and JB the Purple Monkey, and Jadis Von Mendel, Tim Ulf, and Justin Rodriguez. And so with all that said, Kyle, with all that out of the way, it's time. It's time to square up the news. Let's do it. The first bit of news comes from Eurogamer, uh, written by Matt Wales. Sony's PS3, PSP, and Vita digital stores reportedly closing for good this summer. Sony is reportedly readying to permanently close its PlayStation 3, PlayStation Portable, and PlayStation Vita digital stores starting in July. As reported by The Gamer, citing a verified source familiar with the situation, July 2nd will see Sony permanently shut its PSP and PS3 stores, while the Vita store will close on 27th of August. 
By that point, the PSP store will have been active for over 16 years, with the PlayStation 3 and Vita stores making it to 15 and 10 years, respectively. There's no indication of how the move might affect the game's purchase prior to the store closures as yet. Presumably, players will still be able to re-download the purchases as required, but more should be revealed in Sony's official announcement due at the end of March. This is a strange story, because it's not official, but everyone has been reporting on it. PlayStation has said nothing to refute these claims, these rumors. They've been rather mum. And usually if it's something as serious as closing down a storefront, you would think a major corporation would kind of get in front of that and go, no, 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 whoa, 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 we're not closing down nothing. But with PlayStation silence, it seems like they're closing down something. So, Kyle, I want to get your immediate thoughts first Mm -hmm. on this. What are your thoughts on this report? Do you find that there's any basis to it? Because there's been some debate in in our Discord about it. Nathan's like, -uh nah, this is a whole bunch of fake news if I've ever heard of it. (laughs) What do you think? Um, Yeah, I I kind of don't want to speak too much on it until it's actually official. Mm Because this is, I don't want to get caught up in the he said, she said kind of stuff. But, um. I think of there will be a time, right, where these do eventually have to close. Sure. They can't be open forever. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think they'll be open forever. Okay. Um, uh, it is a bit of a bummer, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, in my case, and I can only speak for me, um, I don't hold on to my old consoles because I use them to upgrade to the next gen. So this isn't such a huge loss for me, and... I have a feeling a lot of people who are in, in those tough situations that want to upgrade do go to a GameStop and trade in their old systems in order to afford what comes next. Um, but it's still a bit of a bummer for those that are able to keep all their consoles and have a wide variety of games and a wide digital collection. And frankly, this is just another feather in the cap of being a physical owner. Like, if, if there's a specific game that I want, I can go get it physically and it'll be on my shelf forever and ever. Yes. I, I, this is, this is one of my biggest fears when it comes to digital things Mm -hmm. is that you have no power in when something gets pulled from the store. Right. Or pulled from access to it. Same thing like with a streaming service, like your favorite show on Netflix gets pulled and it's gone to something else requiring you to subscribe somewhere else for more money. That's my biggest issue with digital games and, and digital media as a whole. So will I go track down on the Vita store for more PS classics to add to my Vita? Absolutely, I will. Because mm. that is, to this day, the best place to play PlayStation 1 classic games. Mm. Is on the PS Vita. I have a ton on there already, but I will make sure I grab. What about any the PlayStation Classic right behind me, Kyle? <laughs> no, we don't talk about that. It's okay. it's a great it's a great Fair. shelf decoration. <laughs> yeah, it is, but um, not great, <laughs> <laughs> not great. Ains, what yeah. about you, man? What 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 do you say here? Like, what are uh, your thoughts on this? I'd like to talk more about physical games if we could. Yes, um, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, it, yeah, I mean, this is one of those instances where Kyle's point is exactly right. And it, it's kind of that fear coming to life um, mm-hmm. from a digital perspective. But I'm, I'm very similar to you guys. It's This is a weird one. I think you're right to call out that PlayStation hasn't reported on this officially. Um, yeah. We reported on it, and we're kind of weird with these types of things because, like I said, we don't like to speculate. So when we saw some of the big accounts reporting this i then you know i do my due diligence of looking through who's posting it where they're posting it what sites are posting it are yep. they reliable and i think to your point joe if this was false sony would have said so by now um yep. and the fact that we have specific dates 
you have to think this is this is real. Yeah. Um, that that said, um, you know, one thing we always talk about too is there's a lot of speculation that happens, as you guys know, among the community. Well, why are they doing this? And you know, there's millions of people who love to play these things. No, if there are millions of people still downloading games, Sony wouldn't be closing the stores. Right. Um, they have the actual statistics on these things, and there's a reason whatever it may be, that they're de- deciding to go this route. Mm. Um, that said, I do wish, and this is just a wish. I don't think it's an expectation. Those are two different things. Yeah. But I do wish someone like me who loves libraries across tons and tons of generations, you know, forever. Um, PS Now is a really good option that yeah. Sony has out there or PlayStation has out there to keep that catalog of old games that they have. And let's be honest, they have tons and tons and tons of classic games, right? Right. To keep that in front of their fans. Um, even if it's a smaller audience than your PS5 and, you know, late PS4 games. Um, I wish that they would fully bolster that PS Now library up with a, more of those classic titles and more mm-hmm. of these libraries before closing the digital stores down. Um, and that would be my only wish. Yeah, I, I think there's been a lot of hyperbole on social media or within like various communities about like what this means for PlayStation, what this means for your digital titles. And I'm kind of with you, Ains, and I have like the most unpopular opinion on this. If the audience <laughs> You're with me knows and have me. the most unpopular opinion. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm going to go even, I'm going to go even deeper on this okay. is like if, yeah, if there were millions of people playing, you know, still, I don't know, Killzone, to <laughs> you know that then yes they they would have they they would have you know kept these servers up they would have kept these storefronts up if the PSP was really still selling gangbusters but it's not right no. you know these storefronts have come and somewhat gone and those audiences just aren't there anymore right so for me it it makes sense on a you know, business basis, even a consumer basis of just like, yeah, it's, it's been, you know, 10 plus years, 15 plus years. If, if you're the PSP, yeah, these things are, you know, it, it's bound to happen. It's an eventuality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm the one person of like an old game is old and I barely <laughs> go back to them. Yeah. Right? Like for me though, like I've been, you know, we have a Patreon show called the road to greatness that forces me to go and play old games that I usually wouldn't. And we've been, like, rediscovering some really awesome gems, like, you know, Resident Evil 4 that we're going to be talking about soon. Like, there are amazing experiences that I have missed out on these generations, and it is a shame that I'm not going to be able to kind of experience them, you know, with with an asterisk uh, again, or or, or as they were originally planned. So, you know, it's, it's... It's a, it's a sucky feeling. And at the same exact time, I'm like, well, all the games that were those tentpole titles, there is a remake somewhere, whether it's like on the PlayStation 4, whether it's on the PlayStation 5, there is an eventual collection that comes for these games. So to Mm -hmm. me, I'm like, the market's kind of speaking for, listen, all the, like must have PS3 games for the most part, uh, you know, I, or, or I'm leaving some exceptions out there because I know it's an amazing library of games. But like, you know, your Uncharted, uh, they're they're here. Your Last of Us, they're here. Even your God of War three, it's here on on PlayStation four and five. So to me, it's it's a bummer, but it's not the biggest deal in the world. And what you were saying prior about maybe PlayStation Now 
is mm-hmm. somewhat of a solution. Jedi Master Ren writes in with a question. With PlayStation closing down multiple legacy gaming e-stores, do you think this is this will bolster the PlayStation Now subscription base? Or on the flip side, does it incentivize Sony to make PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus a more lucrative bundle in hopes of getting new subscribers? So Ainsley, I'll go right there to you. Does this yeah. kind of spell out maybe these games are coming to, you know, PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus? Um, I'm mixed on it. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say this spells that it is happening. Mm-hmm. But I would say, like I said, right, I don't think this is a something that is uh, on the way, but it's more of a wish. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I know I'm in the minority here. I think you're right in that the the mass, what they call the mass market, right? The mass market is not going back and playing these games. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm one of those, and again, maybe it's just me loving all generations and playing games forever, but I'm one of those that really takes game preservation pretty seriously. Sure. Um, I really love the idea of game preservation because, you know, over the years, right, so even if, say you're a 20-year-old right now that's only done the PlayStation 4, adored it, is right. moving on to the PS5, there will come a time 20 years from now when we're on the PS7 or whatever it is at the time where you're going to look back on that PS4 game you played first and be like, man, that wasn't a popular game, but I love that game, and mm-hmm. I wish I could show my kids that game. Um and it may not be the popular title like you referred to, Uncharted's God of War, the big ones that yeah. we continue to, to live on. Um, so I, I think there is something to be said for that. I think, to uh, Jedi Master Ren's uh, comment, I think PS Now is a good vehicle for that. Yeah. And and Sony, when they bought Gaikai to, to evolve into PS Now, right, I'd love to see them do more with that. Now, it, it gets harder with third parties because of licensing. And yeah. there's all those issues around long-term licensing. Music but, and whatnot, yeah. It gets ridiculous, yeah. Mm-hmm. But PlayStation's first party has created hugely memorable games since the PS1. There's no reason if you have a dedicated software engineering team working on these things that you can't have your PS1 through four first party titles on mm. PS Now and available to the community. Um, that's that's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Would you like to see the same, Kyle? Would you like to see PlayStation Now be that vehicle or do you think because yeah like listen us hardcores we'll go back we'll play an old game every now and again right to relive the the glory days do you think that is enough to say hey billion dollar corporation invest millions into (laughs) this cloud service for not really the newest thing but the oldest things um i i I definitely think it would be wise for them to do it Mm. I, i think we spoke on this show maybe last year or so and just thinking about how PlayStation has one of the greatest back uh, catalog of games mm-hmm. like when it comes to video besides Nintendo like between Xbox and and Sony I think the legacy is on PlayStation side there and I think there's so many amazing titles that are stuck on PS1 and PS2 and mm-hmm. PS3 now so that it's extremely yeah, yeah. extremely Crazy. hard to come over uh, and, and play them like Legend of Dragoon is one that I want to uh, remake so bad. Uh, so like, I, I think PS Now is the direction to go. I think it wouldn't really. I don't think it would be a whole lot of hard work for PlayStation to put all those games on there and have like a, a nice little rollout of old games on PS Now. And and I think that would incentivize people to sign up for PlayStation Now. Mm-hmm. I think that is. I think the one thing that they're missing, 
uh, and of course fixing like the weird time limit on like their major first party games. Like, why are only some games there for six months and right. then they're yeah. gone? That's yeah. a little weird still. But uh, yeah, PS Now needs a little bit of a uh, a boost, and mm-hmm. I think these PS Classic games, I think, will do it for them. I I, w- I would hope that's the case, and. I think that is a great way to bolster that library of like, here's another reason as to, you know, go purchase PlayStation now. I just don't know, like, the logistics of putting a whole library and what that does to that server rack in Idaho. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, like we say it's like it can't be that hard, but Timmy, the IT tech, is kind of freaking out when he's like, how many games am I putting on this? Right? Like, yeah, there, there's a lot more to it than people realize. Oh, yeah. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Timmy the um, IT tech's going to have to work holidays. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing. <laughs> but it, I think, you know, I agree. There's definitely more to it. And I think that's where PlayStation leadership has to make an executive decision of are we going to honor? It's more of an honor to the fan base because, you, to be honest with you, it's probably not even profitable to do so, right? right? To spend the money and the engineering, to your point, of doing all this, the emulation, everything that has to happen to get these games into people's homes. But at the same time, PlayStation just posted the literal most profitable year of revenue of any of these major gaming companies in history. Yeah. You can put a few tens of millions or a hundred million towards doing this. I mean, and I think you're totally right there. Like, just last week we were talking about the Play at Home initiative. Like, they're not doing that out of the kindness of their hearts. Yeah, those are some of really amazing games. Some of which they're first, their own first party, so they're not really losing that much money on. But like, how much do you really need to 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 pay the witness devs to get that game up, play at home, right? Like, you know, it's it's pennies to the dollar to them, just for good PR to exactly. to make themselves look good, and at the same exact time, advertise Ashurbah, advertise Horizon Zero Dawn. So like, there is a good. I, I think you make a strong argument of going like, maybe it's not every single PlayStation game we're throwing on here. Maybe we're throwing select ones, kind of like what Xbox does with their backwards compatibility, where it's, you know, a select, here's five games every month or or whatever their number is. Here's here's some games to go back to from the PS2 era or the PS1 era or the PS3 era. And and then maybe even go back even to see if you can make those handheld things work um on a big screen i don't know how if if you blew up the image of a psp game how that's gonna look on a 60 inch but nonetheless like it's it's something to maybe consider so i i like that and there's a story here uh kyle i don't know if you want to read it or you'd like me to read it of maybe there's hinting of that so sure yeah go kyle take it away talk about the next story on the yeah okay uh, from IGN, Jordan Alleman writes, PlayStation patents the ability to add trophies to older emulated games. Sony has patented the ability to add trophies to older emulated games, potentially allowing the rewards to be added to titles that predate the trophy system. The patent was published on March 18th and spotted by the Bartman 013 on the Gaming Leaks and Rumors subreddit. The patent is described as a, quote, method and apparatus for awarding trophies, end quote, and describes how an emulated game could still trigger trophies uh, quote, by com- comparing a memory value of the emulated game to a predetermined value and assigning the one or more trophies to the user based on the detective- 
detected trophy trigger, end quote. Boop, beep, boop, beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have read that in my robot yep, voice. Uh, the patent's description talks about how the technology will allow Sony to award trophies in previously released or sold video games without modifying the original game. Essentially, this could allow for older titles to be retrofitted with trophies so players can earn them in games that predate the feature, which was introduced with the PlayStation 3. So is this maybe a hint to so, something? Yeah. Am so I going is, crazy? Am I am I looking where, this where is things where are not? I'm yeah. going crazy Go because there are PS2 classics mm-hmm. that are on the PSN. Sure. That do have trophies. Like I've platinum Dark Cloud on PS4 through the PS2 classic system. Yeah. So it is that technology is already a thing. Um, but if this is like a new patent, I guess maybe they're going even older than that. I don't know, but like it's, I feel like I'm living in Crazy Town, and like I, <laughs> I so had a fever dream that I platinum Dark Cloud, and I'm the only one in the it's, world. It's like, that second COVID shot kicking out. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is is let me ask you about Dark Cloud because that that's news to me. Um, yeah. What was that a PlayStation Two game? That was brought to PS4 as a PS4 version that you could buy. Uh, hmm. it's not a PS4 version. In the store, it had a PS2 Classic. It has that title, gotcha. PS2 Classic. Like That's I also have Dark Cloud Two. I think there's Bully. Mm. I think there's the older G- the GTA Three Vice City San Andreas. Right. Um. I, yeah. The reason I asked is I was trying to figure out. If if there was a differentiator between sure. a game that was brought forward to you know the newer platforms yeah. where trophies had existed versus an original, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how that works on the back yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. In and the PlayStation Store, it's it, they're labeled as PS2 game. Yeah. Uh, with the yeah with the PS4 I guess moniker underneath it. So yeah, and I know I was I was uh, um, I was stalking Jeff Grubb's Twitter, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, this is a really weird patent. Because why do there's games already there are games that are already doing this so why is this here it, it's it's it seems it, it could be for the games like you guys said uh, Legend yeah. of Dragoon right something that never has been brought forward in any manner um, mm-hmm. and was well before the years of trophies mm-hmm. um, to to go back what this description of the this is hilarious. It's typical patent, right? A yeah. memory value of the emulated game to a predetermined value trigger. Um, what they're all they're saying there, right? Is is like say you have to kill fifty enemies, right? Yeah. It's going to start counting those enemies, and when you hit fifty, it's going to pop that yeah. that trophy. So um, I, I think it's interesting, and I think Joe, yeah. where you were going, right? Is does this speak to what we were talking about with PS Now of kind of future or, or broader support for the old yeah. library, right? Do you think I'm making a connection where there is none? Do you think that this... I don't see any other reason why you do this. Yeah. If this, if, if yeah. this is real and this is actually coming, why else would they suddenly add trophies to old titles when you can't currently buy them? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> with that, ask what not why writes in, with news of this new patent... What old game would you like to see, or like to have trophies for to go back and play again? Just just think of one, two. I got Parasite one. Eve. Parasite Eve. Okay. Real talk. Never. That's trending on Twitter today, actually. Trending on Twitter because people yeah. want to re- like they're like Square, do it. 
Me and yeah. me and Dan talk about Parasite Eve all the time. Classic. Love that game. Never heard of it till like this year. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you're insane. It's fantastic. <laughs> you run up, Kyle. What are you doing with this guy? <laughs> Listen, I've been Fake I've been trying to shake him to play a, an RPG, a classic PlayStation RPG, and he won't do it. Oh, Can't. Man. I don't have it in me. <laughs> I thought Parasite Eve was a horror game. Now you're telling me it's an RPG. It's SquareSoft, man. Back when they were SquareSoft before Square mm-hmm. Enix. But mm-hmm. That's another. My opinion. first Final Fantasy was last year, Ants. With, with the with remake. remake 7. <sighs> I repeat the question, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, this is a good one because yeah. there's a couple. I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but uh, Star Ocean, the second story. It's one of is might be my favorite RPG of all time, mm. and I would love to go through that and earn trophies in that game. Um, wow. I yeah. for me, uh, it, listen as we've <laughs> just gone over, <laughs> I have a laundry list of like the backlog of shame, like games that I never got to play as a kid for whatever reason, uh, and I want to go back there and, and and see what made those games special. Um, one of those games in particular is Metal Gear Solid. My first Kojima game was Death Stranding, for those new members and for Ainsley here. So I want to see how weird Kojima gets with all these games. <laughs> you know, like I like I remember watching my brother play Guns of the Patriot uh, Patriots, but like anything prior to that, nothing. So I would love to have uh, achievements in that game to kind of or those that series to kind of go back to you know going all the way back to PS One. I'd love that. What about yeah. you, Ants? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The first one that came to mind was Parasite Eve, but mm-hmm. uh, and I know uh, Oni Musha was always a favorite yes. of mine on the PS Two era. I know that I mean, one. I, yeah, I adored Oni Musha's. And I know they, you know, kind of half brought them back to a degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like a PS1 classic that I adored. You know, here's a funny one. Mm. Literally, anytime ask, people ask me what I played at launch on my PS1, it's Destruction Derby. Um, Hell it's yeah. Probably, it's probably not a fun game to go back to now, knowing modern racers and stuff mm-hmm. and how it looks. But man, I adored that game when it when it first came out. Yeah. On that note, I would love the old school original like Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal Two. Which there I you was... go. And Twisted Metal Black even on PS Two. Oh right? yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic. Um. And to and to Kyle's point, you know the PS One is. Uh, I'm trying to think of another system from a, a Japanese role playing game perspective that just had so many legendary entries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just it's it's perfect for that. So seeing trophies to those kind of classic JRPGs would be really cool too. Now, of course, as we talked about, who knows if there's anything to do with licensing here, how people are going to mm-hmm. play third-party games. I don't know, but it is intriguing. Yeah. yeah. That said, Nathan McGurney writes in, on the topic of video game preservation, what is the best way of preserving games without needing to maintain servers for games which don't get purchased or used? Should there be a third-party organization to try to start maintaining these games? I right? mean, <laughs> Ains is like, yeah, I know. What about what about you, Kyle? Kyle, you seem there, eager. There kind of already is, yeah, in a way. Um, like Limited Run mm-hmm. is one of my favorite people out there. They they take digital games and make physical copies of them, right. and and they seem to be, yeah, they might have some like bigger titles here and there, but there are a lot of like cult classics that they oh, do, yeah. and um, I really love that. And there's a whole market of companies that really do just physical 
cop versions of these yeah. digital only games. But um, the ones that are just kind of like lost in there that not many people play. It's interesting to think of having just another third party person or, or company come in and just take the server pretty much and right. just kind of upload it somewhere <laughs> like a museum i'm the captain something. now <laughs> i'm the captain now yeah yeah yeah. give me a tim the <laughs> it tech <laughs> um yeah and like there's like some like video game uh um, like museums and like smaller organizations that try mm-hmm. to do things as well um but yeah like i really you know a- as for i just said earlier like old games though and i don't care I would like to see, for the sake of game preservation, of seeing where we've gone, yeah, some organizations pop up, maybe that is with the help of, like, maybe, like, an ESRB type of situation or, or ESA type of situation, uh, where, like, these bigger, you know, uh, organizations that are, are pretty much linked to an Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, Square, all the, the big major companies maybe gather around and go, when a game comes out, they kind of throw a disc somewhere for someone to catch it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it, it'd be, I don't know what the best, the best, you know, way of, of doing it is because it's just, to me, it is so costly, especially if like, you know, you're, you're an NGO. It's like, how do you do that? How do you set that up? How do you get funding for that? You know? Yeah. It's, it, it's kind of a funny question. Um, in the sense of, you know, if, if someone hasn't purchased the game, which is what he's asking here, Nathan, um, but, you know, you don't want to maintain servers either. Well, you just, those are the only two ways that games run. Yeah. Um, you know, so someone somewhere has to maintain a database of games, which has to contain storage yeah. and everything else that goes along with that. Even if you're not allowing, like, streaming yeah. to the server, you'd still have to store Um, And when you're talking nowadays, especially tens of thousands of games getting released on an annual basis, the job is just monumental. And that's Um, why it's it's kind of for me, it's like you got to pick and choose which ones, you know. Which yeah, ones and you have in, to, which ones your point about having a buy-in from all the major publishers is true, too, because yeah. as we already talked about, everything with games now is like music and movies. It's about licensing. Yeah. Um, and so you'd have to have permission, and you're talking about hundreds or thousands of publishers and licensed music. and I mean, it just gets... The, it if gets this was crazy. easy, it'd be done, <laughs> yeah. right? The, the complexity is astronomical. I, yeah. I have a headache even thinking about it. I mean, even when, like, I know there's a little controversy around the Ninja Gaiden collection because mm. they're using Sigma 2 uh, for for uh, one part of the collection. They're like, reason why we're using this version, not because we like it more, uh, we don't know where <laughs> where the original went. <laughs> like, we yeah, don't even know the where the companies code themselves is. crazy, yeah. the original code. Yeah. yeah. It's true. So, you know, it, it is, again, it's so easier to say that, like, hey, everybody... You know, Battle in Wonder World, you know, throw us a copy when you come out, you know, <laughs> that t- like to me, maybe maybe it is something, you know, Jeff Keighley can do with the, the Game Awards. Maybe that's something there. Uh, but someone needs to rally, you know, organizations together. It's just how you do it and how do you implement it, I think, is the hardest thing. Kyle, this next story, we talked about it on the uh, the Square Enix Presents uh, yeah. uh, show, but we didn't put that on the feed. So this one, this one's a doozy, and I, and I can't wait to see your evolved thoughts on it. So take it away, Kyle. 
Sure. Uh, from the PlayStation blog, Next Gen VR and PS5, the new controller. Following the recent reveal of our next generation virtual reality system for PS5, I'm excited to unveil more details about the new controller that will play a critical role in providing gamers with the VR experience we're working to deliver. Our new VR controller speaks to our mission of achieving a much deeper sense of presence and stronger feeling of immersion in VR experiences. It will build upon the innovation we introduced with the DualSense wireless controller, which changed how games feel on PS5 by unlocking a new way to tap into the sense of touch. Now we're bringing that innovation to VR gaming. And this uh, little bit more details on the controller from Nibel on Twitter. It has adaptive triggers, haptic, haptic feedback, finger touch detection, tracking ring for the headset, action buttons, and devs are receiving the prototypes soon. Ooh. Kyle, question here, buddy. This yes. was literally released as our episode was going live. PlayStation, mm-hmm. throw us a bone one week, for love of God. <laughs> <laughs> your evolved take on this. What is... Yeah. What is the thing that piques your interest here when you're taking a look at the new heads or hand handsets? I don't know controllers. The handsets, yeah, the handsets, Kyle. <laughs> because this really does seem like an Oculus controller for the most part, and I'm 100 percent down for it. I, I, I dig it. I don't like the wand look a whole lot from mm-hmm. PS3, which uh, talk about like preservation. They preserved that controller for far too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I love. I love the way it looks, but the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is the fact that it looks like it's going to be tracking through the headset, so mm-hmm. you won't have the instance where you're playing a game and you have to like bend down and pick something off the floor, and the camera won't see the light on top of the wand controller, and like kind of it'll be like a little janky in game, and it'll take you out a little bit. So if everything is being tracked, but from the headset, um, that's going to be a much smoother and way more immersed feeling while you're playing in this um also like just give me haptic feedback and adaptive triggers and everything for the rest of time except for and i'll be good i think it's pretty damn cool joe we'll get to that later but uh all right yeah i'm excited i'm excited for the future of psvr even though it's still a single cord connection we couldn't go full wireless but you know what i'm keeping the i'll wait yeah, I'm keeping same. the faith. <laughs> Maybe you unplug it and it's like not as great VR, but it's still. Sure. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's battery powered, gas powered, solar powered. Ains, <laughs> question here for you. VR. That's yeah. dangerous. <laughs> you just rev it like it's a lawnmower. <laughs> Start it like a chainsaw. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Brett's in his room again playing the VR <laughs> or mowing the lawn. Uh, Ains, what do you think about not just PSVR in general, but. But VR, yeah. are you are you a VR guy? Do you believe in the tech? Where, when when you see this news, does it get you excited? Anything? Blood flowing Fake anywhere? News, man. Fake news. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm really excited about this. I have PSVR, the mm-hmm. you know the current, obviously. Um, but that's the only VR I own. I have experienced what I would call higher end VR. You know, PSVR yeah. I've always said is kind of entry level VR. Absolutely. Uh, where you know you know as uh, Kyle said, you get Oculus and things like that, which are much more advanced. Um, I this excited me because I I'm more on the end of you know I want experiences like Half Life Alex. That's the big one everyone's talking about right mm-hmm. now, and I want those higher end VR experiences, but I want them through a console. Mm. Um, I'm just, I'm not a huge PC gamer. I have a nice PC. I game on it, but I really prefer to play on my PS5 and Series X. 
Yeah. Um, and with Xbox just being nowhere with VR right now, um, I'm looking to PlayStation uh, for this to hopefully what I like about uh, the controller here uh, is that it definitely is a lot more advanced. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping they're going that way with the headset, even if it's a little more expensive. Yeah. I'm hoping they err on the side of higher end this time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I am. I'm. I'm really excited about this. I love. Kyle called out perfectly. The tracking ring was the first thing that jumped up. Like, I love the haptic. I love the design. I love all that stuff. But yeah. as soon as I saw the tracking ringing, knowing that they're fully wireless, yeah. um, uh, I, the, the one wire on the they, headset. You know, say it again. The fact that they look like hand thongs kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> but the the one wire is you know i talked about that too it's like well they could go full wireless but then by doing so you have to either have some really advanced streaming technology or you yeah. have to have the, the hardware in the headset right yeah yeah so what i'm hoping is if it's one wire make it like 40 feet long right <laughs> <laughs> and just usb it so that you're using the power of the ps5 the headset can be light it can sure. have a nice screen um, you know, and just really do a good job with it. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I'm just really hoping they don't try to do it. They do it on less of a budget than the yeah. original one. I'm right there with you. Like if it's 400 again, I'm like fine. It's yeah, totally fine. like awesome. I am I, I, am I sorry that? to cut you off, Joe. The, the point you. I made about that last week, and we <laughs> talked about this too on because sorry, yeah. is that you. PSVR sold what now? You guys would know better than me. Like two and a half million, three million? Uh, no, it's, it's more about than About like four or five. Yeah. Four or five. Okay. So four or five of your user base of PS4, which has to be creeping up near 120 or so now, right? Correct. I mean, it's right up there. Yeah. So you know the people that invested in that um, are more of your, I would think anyway, your hardcore PlayStation guys, your hardcore yeah. gamers. Yeah. And those are the people, your early adopters, your hardcore guys, who are willing to invest more into their experience. They're the guys like us who are buying PS5s on day one, buying peripherals, you know, whatever it is. So why would you not err on the side of making a better unit, even if it's a hundred bucks more? Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. want that tech to be more like sustainable for the long term, I mean, like PSVR, it was great in the beginning, a great affordable thing, but like Kyle hinted at earlier, is a hodgepodge of old tech. Yes. So, like, yeah, have something that can maybe stand the test of time a little bit better than than classic VR. And I, I already saw from Upload VR they interviewed a few devs, and a lot of them are just like, yeah, this this is awesome. This catches up to uh, to Good. the other competitors out there, and hopefully we could see those games come into PSVR. My question for you, Ains, um, how do you like this approach from Sony? Like. It seems like right now, as of recording, they're mm-hmm. not doing this whole game pass thing. They don't yeah. see the profit in it. That's what Jim Ryan says, right? Yep. And instead, they're going into the, this VR world. Do yeah. you think that's the right move from them? If you uh, were the head of Sony, would that you is be a like, tough "Question"? Yeah, like if if you were Jim Ryan, nay. If you if you were Shuhei Yoshida, that's okay? better. Now you. now if I was you, we're bringing it back. <laughs> You're in the shoes of Shu. I got Shu to follow you, by the way. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Shu, by the way. We love you. <laughs> it's, um, it's your it's your poll. So you, you obviously have the influence. Would you influence no. them to say, you know what, maybe we go with a PlayStation Game Pass, or is this VR where it's at? That, this is the weird thing for me, and it's a business. So there, yeah. you always make uh, financial decisions. You can't do everything. Everyone always wants you to do everything. Um if it's me, I, so this is weird. Like personally, I love seeing the investment in VR, like we just talked about. 
um, because they're the only console doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Microsoft has talked about it. Phil Spencer's talked about supporting VR via Windows 10, which is what Series X now runs on, right, from an operating system standpoint. But we haven't seen it. So I love that they're going this direction. Now, the tech guy in me, um, knowing all the things I do about the architecture of Azure and Google and Amazon and AWS and where Game Pass is going and all the ins and outs of that, if I'm a if I'm Jim Ryan leading this, I'm far more invested in server architecture and PlayStation Now evolving mm-hmm. into a, a broader subscription service than I am PSVR. Yeah, that's just me. Um, but um, selfishly, I want them to do exactly what they're doing with PSVR <laughs> while still evolving PS Now. Yeah, <laughs> just give me both, please. No, absolutely. And they're a billion dollar corporation. I hope they could chew bubble gum and walk at the same time. That, that, yeah. Again, it goes back. They made over twenty billion in revenue yeah. last year um, from a gaming division, not Sony. Right? We're talking yep. about PlayStation, um, and they're growing year over year. And we know realistically that's going to continue to grow the gaming market is just exploding and will continue to yeah um sony is positioned very well in a lot of areas of that market um again i just i don't see the reason why you can't do a little bit of both now famous seamus writes in and i'm throwing this one right to kyle with and by the way Ains, the most famous seamus you'd ever done here. that's a great name by the way oh dude <laughs> and he's even a better human being than that as well um <laughs> he writes in with the new ps vr2 controllers revealed what games would you like to see updated to support those controllers kyle you're in the room oh, man. where it happens room where it happens yeah. room where it happens what is the um, vr game you want to see updated for me, it's not even a PSVR game. I want to see Half Life Alex. I want to feel that game. So okay, so all of that it. is that's a <laughs> qualifying question that yeah. I need to be uh, what's the word clarified. Yeah, does it have to be a VR already game or any game in VR? Fuck it, go for it. Any game in VR. Okay. I feel like that one's <laughs> Here we go. going. Here we go. I want to shoot. And giant robot dinosaurs with a bow Oof. in Horizon. Holy shit. That's <laughs> what I want to do. Okay. Uh, or, like, you know, climb up the side of the wall in Uncharted. Okay. Like, go through the, climb through the wall. You want an Uncharted massive. experience. You yes. want to accidentally grab a rock, it break, you fall to your death. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> that is terrifying. <laughs> Or put me in Astrobot Playroom. And let me run around those worlds and jam out the GPU song. I could definitely see that one's yeah. a way funner time because you're like, I want to th- find a thing that's like Godzilla. <laughs> you, know? You, you, you know, that's funny. As popular and as well received as Astrobot has been for yeah. the PS5 with the haptic stuff, knowing that this supports the same haptics, right? It's yeah. cross development. Yeah. yeah. Can't you also see them launching a version of that in VR with this headset when it launches? I yes, think they're please. working on that right now. Yeah, it has to be, yeah. right? It has to be. Yeah, there's yeah. absolutely like a Playroom VR probably in development at, at Team Asobi for sure. I mean, they, I think they definitely, I mean, they even tease it. They're like, this is not the last time you're seeing this game. Like, they knew it instantly what they had with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, for me, it's, it's half like Half Life Alex. You know, I think VR is a different space than what we're at here, uh, where I think there's way more collaboration rather than like exclusivity. 
um, at least on like Valve's front. So I could see a Half-Life Alex making its way downtown, walking fast, and it's home down to the PlayStation Store. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there any game that you're like, you know what? I'd like an updated VR version of this. Anything? No, because cool I, I don't have enough experience in that space. Fair. That's fine. You know, I, I completely agree. If you could put a Horizon in VR, yeah. give it to me. Can, um, can I, I pa- can I paint another picture for everybody? Please. Here's the <laughs> Go I saw it. I saw it in Ainsley's background. I was like, you know what? God of War. Imagine you are throwing the Leviathan axe Oof. in VR, and then with the haptics, catching it. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I got chills. <laughs> Just let me do that for hours, and I'm good. Link's crossbow training? Take a fucking seat. It's Kratos' axe <laughs> now in time. No, I that would be it. amazing. Yeah. 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 That would be amazing. Joe, I think you touched on something important there, sure. though, is... We the question you asked me around what should Sony be fo- or play? I keep saying Sony, but PlayStation be focusing on um, if they're going to go all in and they're going to make a higher end headset, which these things take a lot of money to to develop, right? Mm-hmm. The engineering around it, so they're obviously invested. I think you have to start beating down the door of uh, virtual reality developers um, to bring a lot of those big third party titles to PSVR to, you have to expand that library yeah. because if you can combine kind of the broader virtual reality library with your dedicated install base that you have on PlayStation side, now you've got something that'll, I think you're, you'll see a greater penetration in the long term. In my yeah. opinion. And I think if you're a developer, you want to make sure that this project that you're working on is safe. So like you're taking like if like Ghost Giant is a fantastic PSVR game, like that that thing got got a, a timed exclusive with PlayStation. Like if you're Zoink, you want that. It's gonna help, uh, you know, uh, put costs down, and at the same time, you not have to you know go back on your vision. So to me, yeah, yeah if if you're if you're a dev, you want to make sure that you can go anywhere if you're on VR. And I think at the most part, most of these companies kind of get it. So, you know, just because like Facebook bought Oculus or sorry, uh, but well, they did, um, the Beat Saber crew, like you're still seeing Beat Saber tracks in, in PSVR mm-hmm. because they know this, this is it. This is the thing. Yeah. So yeah, yep. that said, Kyle, uh, I'm, I'm excited for PSVR. I, th- I really do like seeing PlayStation go a different route and do something different, uh, than the competition. Like as much as I would love a Game Pass alternative. For, and maybe they announce it next week and I'm all on board. But I really do like to see that PlayStation's focus on this, you know, still infant uh, marketplace, you know? What say you? I like I like how you say next week when you know it's going to be tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shuhei listens to the, every single episode. He's like, all right. And drop it. Drop a PS6. That's right. They're live, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, we bought Bethesda as well. No, uh, <laughs> but yeah, are, are you on the same boat here? Like, let them be different. Or if if you are you, if you're in, if you're in his shoes, do you do you say eh, PSVR is fine, but Game Pass, man, look at look I at, look at them as your servers. I'm one hundred percent okay with everyone being different. I love that Xbox has its Game Pass. I love that PlayStation is going hard in VR. And I love that Nintendo never discounts their games. I love that they all have their own thing. Um, but I think that what makes it interesting. I think that's why it, yeah. like I'm so deep into PlayStation because I love what they're doing. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I'm okay with the. Kyle, what was in that COVID shot? You think you're on another <laughs> level today? I'm seeing you got like, all the zingers. The Matrix in front of me on the screen. I'm seeing zeros and ones. <laughs> I'm not currently here right now. I love it. I love it. I'm like cyborg giving money to poor people on the street. Hell That's what I'm doing. yes, Snyder cut reference. I love it. <laughs> Kyle, it's time for the last story of the of of, of the week here of the show rather. Over at Android Central, Samuel Tolbert writes, Sony Interactive Entertainment and RTS acquires Evo, now working with PlayStation. Sony Interactive Entertainment is acquiring Evo in a joint purchase with a new sports venture called RTS. Per the press release, Evo will now be operated between SIE and RTS, while co-founders Tony and Tom Cannon will continue to be closely involved. Quote, Fighting games have been a vital part of PlayStation's legacy in our community since the very beginning, and we've been thrilled to partner with Evo over the years, said Stephen Roberts, VP of Global Competitive Gaming at SIE. This joint acquisition with RTS marks a new chapter of collaboration with Evo's co-founders, Tom and Tony Cannon, and their passionate community of fighting game fans, end quote. Last year saw several major publishers pull out of Evo Online after allegations arose against Evo co-founder and president Joey, Mr. Wizard, Queller, I think Queller, who was placed on administrative leave. Other terms of the acquisition, such as the purchase price, are not being disclosed. Evo Online will return later in 2021, running from August 6th to 8th and 13th to 15th. Despite the purchase, the games present are not being limited to titles from Sony Worldwide Studios or limited by platforms such as being PS5 only. So mainstays on other platforms will continue to be present. Now, I'm not a big fighting guy. Um, fighting games aren't my jam. This, of course, does nothing to me. Even if they made fighting games, I'd be like, all right, cool. This, though, Evo, right? It's just a, it's just an event. It's just a, you know, a, a, not to say con, but it's a fighting tournament of like all different types of games from like Smash Brothers to Mortal Kombat to Street Fighter to, um, God, Tekken, a- anything. That's all of them I know. Um, for me, it makes me scratch my head, just like the internet was, because, again, this is just an event. What do you mean joining the PlayStation family? Nothing's really changing here. Kyle, what are you? What, what are you? Because I'm not making heads or tails of it. Why, if you're PlayStation, do you do you make a move like this? Makes no sense. I think because you can see just how big Evo is. I mean, even me as not a fighting game fan, mm-hmm. I know how big the Evo and fighting game community is and how much of a esports type of following it has. Like those tournaments are watched by uh, millions of people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's a wise move to partner with them and, and, and buy them and have it be the home for fighting game tournaments in mm-hmm. Evo, like high class, um, highly skilled players going at it. And if I'm not mistaken, I think PlayStation no longer has the Call of Duty League. So like Guess. that's all I, I think they <laughs> they moved to PC, I think. Um <laughs> so I, I think that's just another kind of hole in the com- pe- the competitive scene being mm-hmm. filled by buying Evo. Yeah. You think it's more like cause from what I understand, like, yeah, the fighting game culture does surround itself primarily on PlayStation. Correct. For, yeah. And you're, you're in the know. Okay, great. So, like, <laughs> you know, to me, it, it is kind of like just 
putting a ring on it, going, okay, so we're going to make sure every year we have this thing called Evo. We get PlayStation ads all over the place. People mm-hmm. know what this is about. Um, and that, that's why I think you buy Evo, I think, is to put a mark on on esports your own way. We see it with, you know, Blizzard. We see it with Call of Duty. Like, you know, we see it all over the place. Every single multiplayer game is trying to be some type of, you know, esport. Look at Fortnite. It's got its own goddamn cup every year. So, you know, I think this is a smart way of Sony trying to get in on esports rather than trying to make some big play for the fighting game community. I think it's already there. Uh, Ains, what, what did you make of this news? Is there something yeah. that I'm missing here? No, in fact, in fact, I think you're right on the mark. Um, so yes, the fighting game community primarily, primarily, especially obviously in the uh, eastern regions, aligns with PlayStation. There's yeah. several good reasons for that. The games on PS4 to Xbox One ran better; they were supported better at launch. Street Fighter V, of course, was a PlayStation exclusive, mm-hmm. um, and Street Fighter is a, a legendary franchise and you know i mean it's one of the the goats in the if not the goat in the um fighting game franchise uh gosh sorry guys fighting game (laughs) genre there you go yeah um so i think you're exactly right what playstation was looking at if you look at playstation's ip strength which is gigantic of course Mm -hmm. but their ip strength is not in multiplayer it's just not right their ip strength is in characters and -hmm. single player experiences and so whereas xbox it has things in a vein already. They have the Halo Championship Series, which is going to be massive once Infinite launches, right? right. Uh, it's going to come back up, up to the forefront. You have, it's very small, but you have a Gears Championship Series, and you have all these other multiplayer-based things, whereas PlayStation officially didn't, even though Evo was really run on PS4s for the most part for years. Um, so you look at eSports is growing year over year in revenue and viewership, you look at Evo, which is the biggest fighting game championship in the world. It's where the players who win Street Fighter or Smash Brothers or Mortal Kombat, Evo is where you want to win. If you win at Evo, you're the best player in the world. Mm. Um, so, long story short, I think you nailed it. This is PlayStation basically saying this continues to keep us aligned with Evo for the, obviously, the the, forever now, right? Um, unless they change something. Plus, it puts them into that esports uh, area where it's continuing to grow. Yeah. And this is probably way, way easier, faster, cheaper to do than trying to home grow, build some sort of esports community that you really don't even have a game to yeah. put forth from a first-party mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah. And uh, I think... PlayStation it- All-Stars Battle Royale deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't hear you, Kyle. Sorry. I said PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale deserves better. Oh, it, it, it needs to have a presence there. <laughs> there you go. I mean, listen. Is there a future, Kyle? Would you like to see? No. <laughs> I mean, would I, would I love to see it? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I would. Yeah. Do I think this purchase means it's coming back immediately? No. no. Sorry, Emmett. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel back. so bad for Emmett. Yeah. So, yeah, for, for me, it also kind of gives way to, like, two ways of thinking. And maybe I'm on the crazy pills now. But one of them is this gives them an obvious way of, like, branching out if they want to say, you know what, we're, we're, we have the home at fighting, but maybe we have an Eve, you know, an Evo for, like, shooters or, like, I don't know, League of Legends, sure. I don't know. Like, I've ran out of genres. Like, they can, they can <laughs> branch out, right? Uh, and have that brand name of Evo mean yes. something. Cause brands mean something. Uh, and then at the same exact time, and just call me a crazy person, 
And <laughs> I, listen, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just tossing it. If you like it, take it. If you don't, send it right on back. Maybe this is how we get PSX back. What? What? The, what? Ains, what? What? I would love PSX back, but I, I don't think this too, means. I love it too, but I don't know where you made that connection. Like PSX know, 2017 had the Capcom Cup, but yeah. from my knowledge, I don't think that was part of Evo. I, you no, know what? Capcom I tried. Their own thing, but... I tried to have yeah. fun this episode. That's what I tried. <laughs> and everybody's like, ooh. I, I was going to say something else. I was going to say, does this set them up to uh, try and secure Street Fighter Six exclusivity like they did 5? Because if you have Street Fighter Six exclusive and then you have the home of Street Fighter Six and all the championships that go along mm. with it exclusive, that that's a big deal in the, in the fighting game community, which is bigger than people realize. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always one we often overlook. Like, like I just mentioned, like I'm like, oh yeah, League of Legends. Like, that is the most played game ever. <laughs> and I brush it aside. I have no idea. You can say a character's name and be like, huh? Um, yep. But yeah, it, it, it. That's a good question. And honestly, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, just maybe. Yeah, you know? I'm sorry to blow off your PSX question. No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just edit that part out. No one will know. It'll be our secret, guys. None the wiser. I'll look like a genius. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be great for them to do is be yeah. like, yeah, Street Fighter Six is exclusive to PlayStation. Also, the only place you'll be able to see it in like major competition is on the Evo stage. Yeah. Maybe even reaching out to like another realm and getting whatever the next game that they, they do. Injustice yeah. 3, you know, mm-hmm. the timed exclusivity on something like that. Who knows? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That stuff means something. And, yeah, I, I definitely think you guys, I think I think we're all on to something. Uh, I <laughs> would love to see PlayStation make that move. I would love to see Jim Ryan go, yes, we've uh, made a deal for Street Fighter 6. It'll be PlayStation exclusive and uh, <laughs> suck it, Bethesda. And only <laughs> 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 Did you see Jeff Grubbs post about the Evo acquisition? Oh God, no! <laughs> he so they announced it, and he you know he retweeted it, and he said uh, he said I can just hear Jim Ryan yelling, "Buy something, <laughs> anything!" <laughs> God, we'll have him on the show eventually. That, that man's a treasure. That said, it's time. The news is over. It's time to get on. The Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! That's we're not right. talking about what we're playing first? I feel like we'll do that afterwards. Okay. I just want to make sure we get all the questions out of the way. Because last week we didn't. I, I felt you. very guilty. Um, that said, the Pony Express works as such. Okay? We have an elaborate set of tubes called the Internet. You could send your questions if you got them, comments, concerns... Over to at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, or you could join our Discord server where every Wednesday I ask for questions. People go give them to me. I read them on the show, give you all a shout out. It's a beautiful network of tubes. I'm very proud of it. Made them all myself. And Rigo writes in with the reports of the PlayStation 3, PSP, and PS Vita stores closing. Do you think Sony should start adding their exclusive games from PSP and PS Vita to the PS5 slash PS4? Ooh. I can't pronounce that one word. <laughs> Muramasa. Muramasa Rebirth uh, or Ultimate Ghost and Goblins. 
Which is there a way? I mean, we kind of talked a, a little bit about it. Is there even a way to like port over those Vita games? Like, I mean, Vita games, I think you're going to be able to do it because Vita TV, but like PSP games, blowing You'd be shocked how limited PlayStation TV actually is. Okay, <laughs> there are a lot of games that you cannot play with a regular controller mm. on that Vita TV. Jesus. It's, yeah, it's you're, you're, you, are, are you asking because we obviously kind of yeah. talked about this with the PS Now conversation? Yeah. But is he asking to put them on the PS Five or yeah. Four storefront? Yep, exactly. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a big undertaking. Yeah, because I, you, you you have to basically recode that game to sure. work on that system with that controller input. To Kyle's point, yeah, it's it's an undertaking. Kyle? I uh, I think there's one glaring one that I think it needs to be Go on. For it. PS5, and I think it wouldn't be nearly as crazy control-wise, is get Uncharted Golden Abyss on there. Yeah. I think that's a game, entry in one of the biggest franchises of all time, and not a lot of people played it because they didn't own these sweet little handhelds <laughs> over here. Um, like, if, if Tearaway can get a, a PS4 yeah. port, so can Uncharted Golden Abyss eventually. And uh, to that, I think Certain games have, I think, when they see like potential, like a gravity rush, those get on there. But I, yeah, it's yeah. like Murmasa Rebirth. I don't think so. I don't, Ultimate Ghoul, uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Why did I say ghouls? Uh, nonetheless, like those, those probably wouldn't make it because yeah, it's an undertaking. You got a code, you know, f- uh, for an entirely different language. So yeah, you're coding each. You're coding each title individually. You're porting. Yeah. Is yeah. what you're doing. You're porting, and, and to Kyle's point, I think Golden Abyss deserves it. Mm-hmm. But to think that all those games, PSP and Vita, are going to be on the storefront, it's yeah. not going to happen. I, I think there's another like really weird choice in the fact that Persona 4 Golden has a PC port. Why is it not on the PSN? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's very strange to me. It's so good too. Yeah, so yeah, good. yeah. Uh, that said, that's the tube working. That's the sound effect I use. Hopefully it works. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know when you're at a bank, you know, the teller, like, the drive through it's like the little series of tubes like that? Yeah. That's how our series, that's how the Sony Pony Express works. Against <laughs> tubes, I'm like the bank teller. Open it up. This one comes from Kevin Diaz. He writes us, what are some of the host's favorite PSP and PS Vita games or memories? Long live the Vita. Hell yeah. Long live the Vita. Mm-hmm. Um... For, as far as Vita goes, I love my time with Danganronpa mm-hmm. 1 and 2. Those are some of my favorite Vita experiences for sure. Ali Ali is another great one. Um, uh, the PSP is is different for me. I didn't have it for too long. Like, mm-hmm. I got it, then it broke, and then I just never had enough money to either fix it or get a new one. But during that time, um, the Ghost of... Not Ghost. The God of War games that were on the PSP. Ghost of Sparta and... Chains of Olympus, mm-hmm. I think, uh, were fantastic. And I, PSP was the last time I was able to play Star Ocean 2. And, uh, You're really on this train. Joe, it's one of my favorite games. <laughs> and the fact that all the Star Ocean games are on PSN right now, except for two, yeah. and it's available over in Japan on PS4, is a travesty. Fair. Why is it not here? <laughs> Fair. Uh, for me, one of my favorite PS uh, Vita games, well, is my favorite, is uh, Gravity Rush. Gravity Rush is just so 
freaking fantastic and not enough people play the first one and a hell of a lot not a lot of people play the second one y'all should be ashamed of yourselves it's a fantastic game psp was my dynasty warriors machine Mm. i'm usually not into the dynasty warriors game but i remember every road trip with the psp i had dynasty warriors hooked up and that's what i'd be playing constantly i don't remember much from my psp truth be told but dynasty warriors like that was just my jam. Do you have? Are you a big like handheld uh, connoisseur? Ains? I I I adore the Vita. Adore it. Yeah. Um. I I really am. I get angry talking about it because it had Sorry. so much potential, and I'm I'm mad that they didn't support it better. Um. The PSP. I'm actually kind of similar uh, to Kyle in that it, that released at a weird time in my life. I was going through a lot, so I I didn't get one at launch, even though it was really cool. I got it later, never really had much for it. But the Vita, I was there on day one. Big memory card at $800 or whatever the memory card yeah. cost. <laughs> um, but I, I still have it over right over here out of sight. I have a bunch of physical games for it. Um, I'm a big Hot Shots golf guy. I adore nice. Hot Shots golf. So the Hot Shots on Vita is fantastic. Mm. Um, I also, uh, I think I have like the Platinum in uh, the Resistance game. Mm. Oh, nice. Burning Skies. Uh, yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. I couldn't think of it. And, um, you know, for for what they were when they released on a handheld, the Resistance game, I have the Killzone game, um, you know, it was fun being able to play, like, first-person shooters on the go at that kind of level of quality. It wasn't all the way up to PS3 level, but it was it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like those games. And Persona 4, we touched on it, Golden is, is awesome. So Again, I need to give Persona a good college try. Yes, you haven't played any of them? Never. I'm not a JRPG guy. Okay. I'm very much like a Western like gamer. Yeah. For for me. So I so yeah. I've grown out of JRPGs for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm much more Western RPG now too. But if if there's a couple series that I think did uh modern ones they broke that formula of that standardized JRPG is Persona, like Persona Five's freaking incredible. Yeah. It's an amazing game. Um, I have to finish it eventually. Me, me too. I haven't finished it either. Yeah. Um, but I, it's a, you know, it's an intensely long game. I yeah. have mm-hmm. like 50, 60 hours in it. But, um, is, uh, the new, uh, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, mm. is freaking fantastic. Cause it's turn based now, which people kind of him and hawed about originally. But I'm telling you, it works really well. It's an awesome game. Yeah. I played the first few hours of it and it's, it's something special. Like, like I'm trying to give games I'm usually not into a go. Yeah. There's something there. Uh, it, it's let's good. go for yeah. it. Sorry. No, 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 you're fine. I was just going to say, I I wasn't a Yakuza fan at all mm. until this one, and this one really hooked me. I played it all the way through. Yeah. It's awesome. ZChild2010 writes in, Hope I'm not too late. Don't worry, you're just in time. Have you guys ever added a self-imposed obstacle or obstacles or tasks to a game just to keep playing it after you've beaten it? For me, it's Spider-Man. Respect the, the, the hyphen. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the hyphen. Oh, the hyphen. Me and words don't get along, guys. Just for an example, I've made up a game that was Spidey taking pictures of random things each session I played, whether it's billboards, NPCs, anything else I could think of at that time. Just curious, have you ever done something like that? That is fucking cool because. Spider-Man has such a brilliant photo mode. So for you to just go, like, I'm going to take this moment in this game and, and, and like, like whether it is a billboard or, like, I'm thinking, like, 
looking at a busy like New York street, just like taking a picture of it. That's awesome. Kyle, have you done anything like this? I'll take it away. Don't worry. I'll do it. I'll I'll go first. I'll give you time to think because you know what? I I, had it, but go ahead. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about it. It's been 2,192 days since the original Bloodborne. Oh, boy. Okay. We're on the sixth. (sighs) We're recording right now on the sixth anniversary of Bloodborne. I go back to this game every year. I play it differently. I say, this time, I'm only going to use the sock cleaver. This time, I'm only going to use the axe. Or this time, I'm actually going to stick to Luden's Holy Blade. Like, <laughs> there were there were just so many things about that game, so many different weapons, that uh, I love going back and just, yeah, giving things a whirl. I love Yarnum. So anytime I could, like, I have this thing... Um, the fastest run I've done on Bloodborne for the first, like, up until Rob the Vacuous Spider is, like, two hours. Like, I can just go through it. Um, or, like, two hours and change. I'm not that impressive. I'm not that much of a speedrunner. <laughs> but, like, that's a game that I can constantly go back to, put those restrictions or obstacles in my way. Um, and I love doing it. Because, I don't know, maybe I hate myself. <laughs> I don't go for it. Listen, I know you love Bloodborne, but yeah. I always I find it fascinating, Mister Old Game is Old, and you keep going back to the old game that is Bloodborne and playing Listen, it. it. It's my video game wife. Yeah. I have I have a better countdown for you. It's okay. twenty seven more days until I will be the show at twenty one. <laughs> That's the more important countdown in, in my household. Fair. Uh, the I mean, speaking with baseball, one of the things that I like to do is when I'm playing in a franchise or a season or my road to the show player, I would I'll pick a specific stat. Mm-hmm. And try to not break a threshold. Like I don't want to get over fifty strikeouts in a season, or mm. I want to get to at least forty home runs, forty doubles, type of thing. Um, and also, like going back to like the old Tony Hawk games, I would mm. love to see how many spins I can do and land it successfully. Okay, like over, like especially with, like gravity mode on. Like how high can we really go? <laughs> And then thirty minutes, and you're still spinning, and you've broken the game, and you have to turn it off because you're not, you're never landing, type of situation. <laughs> I like it. I dig it. Ains, is there some type of like self-imposed obstacle that you put in a game? No, I think I'm boring here, um, <laughs> or just in general, along with here. Um, no, I I love a challenge, so I I play a lot of challenging games and try to. You know, like Cuphead, for instance, I've beaten multiple times. I've 100%ed it, um, which, if you're not aware, requires you to beat all six of the run-and-gun levels without dying, um, getting perfect scores, A-pluses on every single boss. I've done all that, Um, and I've done that multiple times. I did a stream recently where I played Cuphead beginning to end in one stream and finished the whole game. Um, So, like, I love challenges like that, but I'm trying to think of an instance, like you guys pointed out, where you just took a game and did something crazy in it. I'm I like how you're like, I'm game. not crazy, but I've, I could be one of the hardest games <laughs> in one sitting. It's like, yeah, I'm not much of a boxer, but I box with Mayweather every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no, like challenges. Yeah. But I was trying to think of like unique instances like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, one weird thing I guess I do, and maybe a lot of people do this, but with games that present a, we've talked about this show, like a, mm-hmm. Uh, a deep open world or, or character role playing. Like I'll take Red Dead Two as an example. Ridiculous world, 
they wanted you to be a cowboy. I mean, yeah. almost to the point where it bored people, right? Um, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> we'll forgive you. Um, but for me, I look at that as here's what the developers put forth. They've put ridiculous amount of manpower to create that experience, right? So when I go into that experience, I, I live it. You know, yeah. it's like, all right, I'm in that world. I'm Arthur Morgan. I'm in 1899. Let's do it. And yeah. so I, I am fully invest in that methodology. Same. That, that, that is what you explained is the same thing every time I'm going into a, a, an open world game. It's like, this is not Joseph Moran. This is Arthur Morgan, <laughs> yeah. cowboy extraordinaire. The only rule is like, I don't kill dogs. Like any, any pet, I can't Fair. do it. That's the only thing. But like, yeah, I, I love that extreme role play. It just leaves yourself in the, in the, in the moment. Yeah. And it makes you enjoy the world more, you know, like Witcher three, I've done that multiple times. I tried uh, to get okay. Kyle to do an M&M line with me, but he didn't. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, I knew what you were doing. Right. And... <laughs> well, the real Slim Shady really did stand up, and he just was met with silence. Listen, Stan. <laughs> Before we go, I just a little touchstone uh, of what you've been playing, because we're, we're, we're pretty long in the show. I'm very proud of us, what we've gotten all through. Um, what you've been playing? this week kyle you got some games you want to talk about and maybe i want to talk about them with you go for it uh i dove into avengers on ps5 it was something that i stopped on ps4 just because i wasn't having a good time with the load times and Mm -hmm. uh, just didn't feel good to play i'm having way more fun on ps5 with avengers than i did on ps4 Mm -hmm. and uh i think that has a lot to do with this Awesome controller right here. I think the oh, DualSense that. adds a lot to Avengers. Yeah. Um, the the feeling of like when you're trying to throw Mjolnir as Thor in the opening um, demo or tutorial, and you really have to squeeze the R2 trigger really hard to throw it. Um, th- shows you how like heavy that hammer is to throw, and the haptic feedback when you catch it, it rumbles and it feels weighty. Yeah. The the move set I think for Hulk in general, I think on PS4, just didn't feel great. And mm-hmm. while it's still a little bit generic, but moving around as Hulk and feeling the rumbles in your hands <laughs> helps that experience a little bit more. Yeah. And the load times are have completely helped my experience. I'm having way more fun. Uh, weird that I'm now at where I was when I stopped. And when I look at the activity cards and I see like I'm at 60% through the story, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I was really close. That is odd to me that I stopped so quickly. Uh, it still has some say, weird issues. I was, was going to say, how was porting or getting the game save over to your PS5? I didn't do game save. Oh. I just did it from, I didn't even bother. Okay. I just. Because as, as, if the audience doesn't know, it's asinine and. It's, it's kind back. of like you have to go to Narnia, <laughs> find a witch, bring it's back similar, the scalp, it's, it's similar with my fight with the Borderlands 3 yeah. game thing, where you have to load in the PS4 version of the game, upload your game save from inside the PS4 menu, back out, load the PS5 version, and download it from there, and then update the game. Like, it's... Way too complicated. Not very smart, as some people might want to say. <laughs> Not way as, there's nowhere near as smart of a delivery. I there there are some issues though with this new version because there has been so much like the Hawkeye stuff and all these new operations or whatever. 
it's hard to find the story part. Mm. And there has been an instance where I've gone to play a side mission for a character. Like, I think it was the Hulk-specific mission early on. And one of the characters that I have not played with or encountered yet had joined me on the team. I was like, that's a little weird. Aren't you supposed to be dead in this story, <laughs> even though I know you're not? Mm-hmm. Um, so some little weird inconsistencies here and there, but I'm having a good time. Yeah. I'm glad you're having a good time, man, because like, yeah. I tried it. And yeah, like the, the you know, for the most, you know, I love the dual sense. Love haptics. I love the adaptive triggers for the most part. Um, with the, With this game in particular, man, oh, man. I thought that like the rumble was way too uh, rough. And the adaptive triggers were way too tough as well. It was it was like, oh, I get it. Like, ANC may know you're, you're an older gent. It's like, my hands are hurting. <laughs> oh, my oh, hands hurt. The one whose hands are hurting. You know, I'm just saying. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, I'm getting arthritis already. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's it's not a good look for me. So I I, I checked it out. It, it was, you know, whatever. But I kind of, I just kind of just ended up deleting it i tried some rainbow six siege because some people in the community are like rainbow six siege has some haptic and has some adaptive trigger stuff as well and it does it's faint and it really is it's pretty good it's it's not it's not bad not bad one bit i am though tempted of going back and actually beating the the uh, new tomb raider trilogy because um a uh we i already have them all playstation plus what up and I've been playing Fortnite, and it reintroduced me to Lara, and you know she looks badass. She looks awesome, and so I'm just like, you know what? Uh, as playing as Lara, I'm like, rather play her in her own trilogy. So I think <laughs> that's what I'm going to be doing as I'm waiting for Returnal. But other than that, we've been playing, or you've been watching me play RE4, and not to say because we're holding it for the road to greatness. I'm having a blast with those streams with you because every time you're like oh this is the moment it's gonna get you it doesn't happen and you're like son of a bitch how did you do that that way how did you get past this so quickly <laughs> and just having a blast streaming with you it's been yeah. a ton of fun just just plus you met my least favorite character in that whole game and i'm excited for you to yeah. run into that bratty little kid salazar you got well i call him you know bonaparte but yeah yeah <laughs> like <it's, laughs> Benjamin Button Kid. <laughs> Benjamin Button Kid is <laughs> wow. I was not expecting that. That's it. Yeah. Have you been playing anything? Yeah. So I um a, a couple things I'll shout out. This first is Prey, mm-hmm. um, game from Arcane twenty seventeen. Um, the you know I'm playing that on Series X and the FPS boost yeah. and auto HDR. They're the real deal. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely unbelievable what that game runs like now for free. Uh, compared to even my PC. I, I tried to do a stream of Prey like six months ago on PC. It runs and plays better on my Series X with those free upgrades, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so that game is one of my favorites of last gen. It's very underappreciated. And I try to tell people all the time that if you're a Bioshock guy, especially Bioshock 1, um, please, please, if you haven't played Prey, uh, because it's incredible. And um, it's the closest thing to Bioshock 1 we've gotten since that release. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, Prey wasn't my thing. I'm glad know, people enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's no Dishonored. And that's no, what, like, as you're talking about the FPS reviews, because I haven't gotten to it yet, um, okay. that is, I, I literally just turn on my Xbox. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll I'll boot up some Dishonored tonight, because... It's hard to believe 
I'm telling you. Yeah. Wait till you... Because I, I also put in, just to see it, Fallout 4, which is an older game. The Fallout and Elder Scrolls engines dated, right? Those games weren't showstoppers graphically. Yeah. It, uh, it looks and runs like a different game. That, it's hard to believe. That's awesome. Um, so it's cool. Uh, so anyway, it won't stay on that. Um, a lot of Division 2, the mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 and Series XS update is amazing for that game. Um, so been enjoying that. And then... Um, once that gets crossplay, we we need to play. I know, man. I know. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Yeah. So I hope I hope they do in the future. Um, and then I'm actually replaying. I'm streaming. I'm replaying the entire Halo saga. Mm. Um, so I uh, finished Reach last night on stream and uh, started. You know, in ca- uh, canonical. Yeah, I was going to say you going chronological. Or yeah. yeah. So um, finish Reach and uh, about to start Halo CE for the fiftieth time. Five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, that that's fun. Um, just leading up to Infinite's, you know, release later this year. So um, those games are always fun to revisit. And uh, the community for for Halo is, I don't know, you know, it's PlayStation show. I realize, but that Boo, community get is out really of starting. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to bubble up again. Yeah. People are people are getting excited, which is cool to see. It's you know, it's been a while. Yeah, man, the chief deserves a win. You know, it's yeah. it's been so long. Yeah. He des- he deserves a shine, man. Um, yeah. So that's anyway. sad. Yeah, we've been we've been playing a lot of games. It's been a fantastic episode. Before we let you go, I'd be remiss if I don't talk about this new little project that Ains and I have cooking up called Cast Co-op. Uh, it's going to be a bi-weekly show where Ains and I and some other dude, Luke Lore, uh, come around. <laughs> we talk gaming. Of all types, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, whatever is happening around the industry, we're going to be having a nice little roundtable conversation about that. The first episode goes live on Friday, so check that out. Make sure you're following me at Mr. Badbit, Ainsley as well, link down to his stuff. Um, make sure you're, you're, you're hooked up, you got the know-how, and check that show out on Friday. I can't wait to record with you, Ains and Luke. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow it's gonna be fantastic i i really i really love talking to you every single time it's just always a blast before we go though Ains, where can people find you other than cast co-op cast co-op baby um yeah so i'm porsche power everywhere um whether it's place psn twitter xbox steam i mean i'm literally porsche power everywhere so you can find me um everything about Season Gaming, just go to SeasonGaming.com. You can find uh, info on the site, uh, our podcast, all of the crew members. There's info about each person who writes for the site there, our articles, you know, reviews, everything. So, yeah, if you check us out, um, greatly appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a blast. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's fun. I know you guys get a lot of credit for this, and it's well-deserved, um, about being a PlayStation show that talks about PlayStation as in my opinion, it should be talked about. It's yeah. a you know, it's a, a, a one of the most iconic gaming brands in in gaming history, and you don't need to talk negatively about mm-hmm. other platforms yeah. to talk positively about PlayStation. And so, appreciate what you guys do. Thank you. Uh, keep it up. I love seeing the growth. Um, and uh, yeah, man, uh, just great job overall. And thanks for having me on. And and again, a, a open invitation anytime you want. Um, but before. As well, you you did start something, if I'm not mistaken, as well as good in gaming, right? Yeah, yeah. Would you like to speak a little bit on that before? Yeah, thank you. Know? you. Sorry, yeah. I'm, no. my mind is is melted, man. Too many things. Um, yeah. So 
I mentioned at the beginning about uh, highlighting positivity, and I think uh, one of my, uh, I went through something very traumatic with my family uh, a couple years ago, and um, what that highlighted for me more than ever is that gaming can have a very positive impact on people's lives individually um, to help them with things like mental health, depression, uh, social anxiety, uh, loss, all, all these other things that we all deal with as human beings. And I think that... Um, there's my campaign really has been that there's so many news sites and, and other people who are kind of out of the know, like we are uh, compared to what we are. I mean that, that highlight video games in a negative light Mm -hmm. and the negative things they do. I wanted to start a campaign to highlight the positive things it does. And so we just kind of kicked off last week and a full on initiative for season gaming. It's a permanent tab on our site. Now Um, we're working with some other content creators on things coming up. But to just highlight articles, YouTube channels, outlets, whatever it may be that's talking about the good things gaming can do. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, countering toxicity, uh, addressing, um, you know, toxicity in particular against women or minorities or anything else in gaming. All these other things that we all deal with, right? Um, and so I, I just think that's an important thing to do. Uh, as small as my voice is in the community, I want to use it to do something good. And, uh, yeah, any support would be great. We, you know, we sell merchandise, but the merchandise, 100% of the profits goes to, um, able gamers and special effects. So Mm -hmm. gaming charities, and then, um, you know, just sharing things out. If you're someone who creates content in that vein, please feel free to reach out. We'd love to work with you on something in the future. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up, man. Yeah, of course. And again, love having you on and what season gaming does and what you do, what that crew does is just so inspiring. And so thank you so much for coming on, lending your voice to us. Kyle, before mm-hmm. we go, is there anything you'd like to shout out, sir? Sure. I'd like to shout out myself, Mr. K step on Twitter and on PSN. If you want to know what is happening in the world of indie video games, hit up 61indie.com and 61indie on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, uh, where we talk about indie games and cool indie stuff that's coming out soon. And of course, you can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find this podcast over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find this show wherever you find your podcast services of choice, whether that is Apple Podcasts, whether that is Spotify, whether that is the five of you that use Google Play. I'm looking at you guys. I noticed y'all. <laughs> wherever you find your podcast, you can find that show here. And if you don't, please let us know. Please let us know. And we'll fix that pronto. And please, like always, rate us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. It really does help us out. really does help grow the show. With all that said, with all that out of the way, Everybody, keep your wits about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. See y'all. Be safe. I love you. Bye-bye.